What is going on, guys? Welcome to episode 115. It's me and Fitz. Devin might slide in a little bit later. He's playing a little softball game, but he said he's going to live uh, come in live from the dugout. So not sure that's against rules, but you know it's men's league, so there's probably no rules there. Uh, and then the one, the only, Raphael's back from my bookie. Ooh. It's about damn time. Ooh. Hey man, we're so happy to have you on. Uh, crazy sports world. Fighting World, which I know that's kind of what you run on Instagram, is the My Bookie MMA page. But it's um, been up and down, and that's where we're going to start for tonight. Huge, huge Saturday. The dog coming out on top. Uh, how was everything for that? I, I, it's, it's in boxing in, in UFC. You have to say, yeah, so-and-so won, but did he really win? I mean, he... Anybody can knock out anybody. We all know that and stuff like that. And Usman controlled the fights. If you watched it, you, we saw it. He lost the first round, dominated the second round, dominated the third round, dominated the fourth. I had him winning the fifth round, which most judges did before. He, he didn't see that kick to the face. Uh, so was it a dominating fight? I think for the loser it was, but you can't. Well, he lost, so he no longer has a belt. That's why he's minus three fifty when the rematch happens. Uh, it's not like it's not, you don't see that many times where the winner gets the belt and they fight again, and they're a three dollar dog already. So it, it's a very, very rarely now could we see it again? I think Edwards is going to probably watch we, what we all saw and maybe do some adjustments. You figure Usman's gonna uh, probably do some adjustments, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a crazy, crazy night because not only did the champ lose the the pound for pound champ uh, is in many people's eyes, but a betters lost. So uh, not only was I couldn't wait for the fight to end because it was late and I was tired because I was up watching English Premier League soccer and Sierra A early in the morning. Then I had to watch base, so I was uh, up very very early. So I was tired. So. But I got to swim in a lot of people's parlay money, so uh, it was a nice, it was a nice deal. I sewed up a whole bunch of people's parlay tickets and used it as a blanket. Uh, so it was, it was a kind of a nice evening. Hey, absolutely! Anytime you get a Scrooge McDuck into some parlay money, that's a good weekend for you. Yeah, it was, uh, it was so sad. So the books, ne- the books needed that outcome. Uh, so, uh, and we actually won because a lot of people bet the over. Uh, uh, the under four and a half. So I went over the four and a half. So that was actually kind of good for us as well. Yo, that's wild. I mean, to me, when I was looking at this fight, I was like, all right, it'll be a close fight first two rounds. And then I think Usman just starts dominating, chipping away in four rounds at most. And like, yeah. But like you said, anybody can get knocked out, especially the setup. I'll show a clip of it. He does a good little right half jab left, doesn't even full extend it, and just enough for Usman to duck. And just... I think nine times out of ten, this doesn't connect. Like, this doesn't work. But this is the one chance. This is the one time where it actually connects and it works. Pretty and you figure easy. fatigue had to be the factor. Maybe, maybe that's why he didn't see it. Because it was the fifth round. It was that like he got caught in the first round by a kick. Exactly. Uh, you figure fatigue probably had a lot to do with maybe reflexes and stuff like that. No, and I'm not dogging Edwards. I mean, he. I thought he had multiple chances where he could have went down. He took a lot of bad body shots. Uh, I'm sure his pee was a normal yellow uh, <laughs> on Sunday morning. So uh, he took a lot of big uh, uh, body shots uh, the whole fight. So uh, I have to give him credit. He showed his chin and his uh, his ab work. <laughs> Yo, you're not kidding at all. And uh, here's the clip we're talking about. We got two angles of it. If Well, how come you can show the clip, but ESPN can't show the clip? What the heck? 
because I don't care about copyrights, Raphael. <laughs> uh, well, I thought I might be able to, but maybe not. See, look at it. I made fun of the mouse. I know, I yeah. And, and the mouse just gives us the middle uh, finger. Middle finger right there. Was this right. what I saw? I saw some memes of like Joe Rogan reacting, and I yes. know that there's like old clips, but I saw a new one. Was that? I, I take it that was this. That probably, was this probably. Yeah, we uh, saw where he's just like, "Whoa!" Like I've seen on old ones, but I saw a different one. Like, but they do that almost. They them yeah. three do yeah. it every time, so it's not like something new. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right, here we go. He sets it up by showing him the left. Oh, and a perfect left high kick. That is amazing. I didn't even see it. John, I didn't even see it. That is not the cloth from which he is cut. No. That is a good shot. Oh, oh. I mean, just drops him clean, and it, it, it was a clean little setup by him. Um, I like the commentary. I didn't even see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they set it up beautifully. Uh, but just wild time. I, I'm glad that my bookie wasn't hurt by this, and I was not even expecting them to be hurt here because, like you said, I mean, plus 2,000 live action was going on. Like, it, it didn't seem like close, but I know somebody got paid for it, so shout out to those people that got paid for it. Sure, right. it, the, the rematch, they will be a rematch because oh, uh, yeah. the way the outcome is. So, like I said, that's it should be very interesting to see what happens. Uh, in the rematch, and but it's sad, and there's no fights this week. I mean, because I know UFC 278, but it was a great heavyweight fight on Saturday as well with uh, Alexander Usyk beating Anthony uh, Joshua Usyk, uh, a fighter from the Ukraine. His first fight, he was fighting wars uh, about six months ago, and then stopped and uh, got trained for this fight. So uh, that was a good fight. So, but there's nothing this weekend. So I'm gonna, I don't know what I'm gonna. Uh, I, I let the two cats go at it in my office uh, while I'm watching. <laughs> College football on Saturday night. Hey, 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 we got college football coming back, and that's a great segue. We're going to jump right into it. Uh, we're going to talk about Heisman favorites. We don't want to dive into pickums and major games because we're coming back Saturday. The boys ride Saturday morning. Uh, I think we're going to go 9 a.m., going for 30 minutes. Rafael is going to join us. We're going to talk some odds. And uh, I'm just glad college football is back. Rafael, I know we talked before. You don't have an off season, but this seems like your busier season, maybe, uh, of – Everything, all the sports going on at once early fall. I'm having cold sweats and nightmares for November. Just okay. because we're going to have football, both college pros and NBA will be starting, NHL, college basketball. And let's throw in the biggest betting sport in the U- or in, U- in the world, World Cup soccer. So, yeah. so uh, we're going to throw it. So I'm having cold sweats and nightmares for November. Not because, ooh, college football zero is this week. Ooh, the NFL week one is two weeks away. No, I'm more worried about November when I have a, uh, just a, a plethora of just crap that's going to be all over the TV. So uh, it's that, I'm more worried about November. So ask me that question in December if I'm still alive or or I might be divorced and single by December. Hey, so we need to check in with our boy Rafael. That's what he's saying. Just check in with the boy. Okay, yeah. we can do that. Uh, well, Heisman odds, let's talk about it. And a little surprise here, C.J. Stroud, Ohio State quarterback, leading the charge at plus 200. Bryce Young coming off a phenomenal year that he had, runner-up in the national championship, plus 350. Caleb Williams said, see you later, Boomer Sooner Nation. He's fighting on with USC, plus 700. And then number four, defensive linebacker Will Anderson, probably the best athlete we're going to have coming out of this draft class. Uh, 
uh, leads the way at plus 2,000 for defensive players, and he's the fourth overall. Is there anybody on here, Rafael and, and Fitz, that surprises us or that we thought should be – that's a runaway or a sleeper pick? Any and all Heisman talks that we have, let's lay it out there. You know the Heisman is going to – these odds are going to be adjusted every week. Usually probably for the first six to seven weeks, there'll be a new – a new front runner, a new Kool-Aid flavor uh, of the week. So I don't put that much into right now. Of course, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, uh, them two should be one and two when it comes to because what we saw last year, and that's all you think about. When you do Heisman odds now, you think about what did people see last year and what did the people see last? So you have to make those two the favorites because people are going to bet those uh, two favorites. There's some ones I do kind of like. Uh, Spencer Rattler at 58 to, uh, 58 to 1. I thought that was a little bit tad high. Uh, Will yeah. Le- Levi at 62 uh, to 1. I thought that was a little bit high. So, like I said, there could be some of these ones uh, could uh, come up and, and shock everyone. Quinn Ewers, uh, 35 to 1, could be something uh, you might want to look at. I think he puts up big numbers. Yeah, he uh, just got the nod for QB1 down in Texas. That'd be big. Yeah, so he could put up some big numbers. So I, I don't put that that much into week zero Heisman odds uh, stuff <laughs> like that. Where am I going to put my money at for week zero? I hate I hate week zero. It's the worst thing uh, that they could call it. Just call it college football week one. I mean, why? Just uh, you know, and remember in the NFL they used to have the first game Thursday. That yeah. they don't they don't have the Thursday NFL game NFL week zero, and then Sunday's NFL week one. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with you. It's a stupid name. And for our show, for our sake, we're calling it week one for uh, Pub Sports Talk Fall Camp. So that's what we're doing. You guys are rebels. Yeah. What can we say? Don't care about strikes. Don't care about Disney. We're just doing it. Yeah. You're like, you're like screw the mouse. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've seen South Park. Hold on. I don't know if we mean that. No, I'm just uh Fitz what's your thoughts here looking at these Heisman favorites man I got nothing I I was even trying to think like who would be there just looking at a list like I mean uh, Raphael nailed it like Spencer Rattler is pretty low or or high depends on how you look at it um but you know the other one I thought it was like Bo Nix but I don't think he would be like up at the top but I was just trying to think of guys who have been around for a while that maybe should be in the mix, but again, it's too early to tell. It's like we'll know. I feel like we'll we'll see separation after two or three games of really who who are the contenders and who are the pretenders. Yeah, I agree with you. Take. Yeah, for sure. I was just surprised CJ Stroud led the way. Honestly, I thought he'd be number two. I thought Bryce Young would lead the way, but yeah, they're pretty close odds. Point. They are close. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back Saturday morning. Want to plug that one more time. We're calling it week one, damn it. And uh, we're excited to be back. All right. Heisman, that's all we had for college football Heisman odds. Unless, Rafael, you want to touch anything before Saturday. Uh, I think I'll probably put these prop outs uh, for Saturday and leave them up. A Heisman winner conference. Uh, you pick the conference Ooh. where the Heisman's coming. Uh, Big Ten would be probably two to one. SEC plus 250. Uh, Pac-12 will probably be plus 350, maybe 4-1. to one. Big 12, 7-1. Uh, to one. ACC, 8-1. to one, And probably other uh, conferences and independent at 25-1. I figure I better do these conferences now before before there's only just three conferences because uh, everybody will be merging pretty soon. I, I don't know if I've seen that in the past or not. That's a If, if you've done it in the past, keep doing it. But if not, this is a great idea, Rafael. I really like it. And 
I've done quarterback and any other player before, but I would, we, people would pound quarterback and it would be, by the time I shut off quarterback would be minus 2000 and other yeah. seven to one. So uh, I've done that in the past, but uh, I thought maybe got different conferences just because uh, conferences are, are, are almost going to be obsolete as buffets at casinos. Hey, exactly. This might be the last year we're going to do this. So yeah, yeah. exactly. We'll just, we'll just be talking three conference, uh, four conferences. I, there's probably, I've talked to a lot of numerous uh, presidents and stuff like that deep into college football. I think where we're going to see is probably four conferences, and then and then they'll they'll do like the NFL. Though we'll have AFC and then two divisions, and NFC and two divisions, and uh, but there's going to be a lot of colleges uh, looking for uh, conferences or maybe making up another co- uh, a division for college football because not everyone's going to be invited to the dance. Exactly, and I. That's what someone we talked about for the past, I don't know if it's what, four months it feels like. Just mm-hmm. like it's definitely going that way. How many how many teams do you think would be in these conferences? If I had to guess, yeah. it'd probably be Big Ten, SEC, Pac twelve, Big Twelve, ACC, maybe the Mountain West if Boise is still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you figured it would probably want uh, them in there. Maybe Conference USA. Uh, but I would think those two conferences might be the only ones that they might fit in uh, to, for the dance. I just don't see any other. I don't see some belts or any of these other uh, stuff. No which, love. I know, I know, I know. I, I'm, spe- I, I'm speaking bad terms, but I, I said, but I'm saying if Boise State, uh, let's say, leaves the Mountain West and tries to jump ship to go to the other ones and some of these other school, bigger schools. Then I think the Mountain West would be left out because let's face it, uh, there's not that many good teams uh, besides maybe Colorado State and New Mexico State. But uh, keep an eye out for big college basketball schools if they jump ship. I would not be shocked. Everyone thinks, oh, if, uh, Clemson would leave ACC and, uh, and to try to join Big Ten or SEC. I don't think so. If, if you're the SEC and Big Ten, you got enough big teams. Now you try to help booster the other team, the other sports. So why would you try to grab North Carolina, Duke, uh, and stuff like that to bolster uh, your college basketball side uh, and stuff like that? So I would not be shocked if one of those two, you start hearing some rumors that maybe jump ship to Big Ten or SEC to, uh, to start looking at the college basketball side of things. If Duke I, and Carolina are not in the same conference, I will stop watching college sports. Like I, like if they, if they ruin that rivalry, I'm done. I'm throwing in the towel. I'm just gonna. Well, say that luck, right luckily for that, the college basketball plays so many games in a season. They'll probably still put them on the schedule. As I don't care, it, it would <laughs> it would just ruin everything, and and I would just say I'm done. It's I'll real to me, damn it! That's it's the vibes I'm getting. Yeah. Wow. I was curious, Raphael. Even speaking of ACC, we were looking at the top 25, and how many ACC teams were in there? It was like Clemson, Notre Dame. Um, Wake Forest snuck in there. There we go. NC State was a surprise pit. I was just curious, Raphael. That always that strikes me. The ACC is not that strong. Um, so I was just wondering your thoughts as a better. Is that kind of music to your ears that that people might throw money on something that's you know maybe not very wise down the line, or does it open up other betting opportunities? 
I used to love the back in the day when you remember the, there was things called newspapers where you read the sports pages, not, <laughs> not, uh, not something online on your tablet to when your hands get black, uh, reading it. I used to love people would come in with the newspapers and say, Oh, uh, Houston ranked number five is playing Tulane, who's not even ranked. I'll take Houston and, and stuff like that. So that's the only thing that we look at when it comes to ratings. We could care less what the numbers next to your name is. Uh, we're, we're only looking at the number what's after your name is. So uh, for us, it doesn't really matter. Maybe when it comes to some some people do power ratings, look at that. I have no idea why you would look at your power ratings when you're looking at polls, and especially a coach's poll. Uh, but there was a little bit of shocks uh, on there. I was actually shocked that Wisconsin was ranked so – I thought they would be maybe in the top 15, not in the 20s and stuff like that. I thought they would be a little bit – I thought Oregon uh, would be a little bit higher. Uh, I thought USC would be over. I thought USC would be higher than Oregon, mm-hmm. uh, even though I think Utah could be making the playoffs this year because uh, uh, their defense is going to be really, really good, bringing back a lot of guys from last year, and their offense was really potent in that second half. Of That's last a great year. call. So I would not be shocked yeah. if Utah uh, breaks a lot of uh, people, SEC uh, tiers and, and joins the, uh, the playoff in four. But, I, I mean, that's the only thing I saw. Like I said, I wasn't thinking like, oh, my God, I can make my week one numbers different now that Arkansas is 23. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. yeah. NC State's going to win the ACC now. Because <laughs> they're number thirteen. Yeah, because they're number thirteen. Thanks for all that the NC State money coming in. When you looked at the power, when you looked at that coaches poll. Oh yeah, I bet it was flooded in. Oh yeah, yeah. We had Same to take them Oregon State. So much money came in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's stay with football and let's talk about uh, little NFL division odds. We picked our favorites a couple weeks ago, but we want to know. What's my bookie's favorites? What are you guys looking at and, and why necessarily those teams and should be watching for other teams here in the NFL? I would say in the NFL, there's teams that, that people are overlooking. And I just because I think they're, uh, they they see what happened maybe in the offseason. But here we go. Pittsburgh Steelers, total season wins anywhere between seven, seven and a half. Now they have all three quarterbacks who've played really good in preseason. I don't look at preseason that much. Just like Allen Iverson said, we're talking about practice. Uh, uh, but they have three quarterbacks that are still battling for position, one, two, and three. Pickett had a great game and stuff like that. So why – I figure Cleveland's going to take a step backwards because they can't – I think that locker room may be an iffy with the Watson thing and stuff like that. I think that's going to be a noise. If uh, Lamar doesn't have a contract by the season, could that be a distraction all season long? So I think that I, Pittsburgh, all they did was win 10, 10 plus win, uh, seasons every year with Big Ben, who couldn't throw it past 20 yards for the past five years. Uh, and they still got a great defense and their running backs healthy and more uh, potent in that offensive line, I thought was improvement. So that kind of shocks me. Why are the Indianapolis Colts so low to win their division? I think it's minus 125 around there. I mean, yeah. Matty Ice uh, finally got out of the cellar in Atlanta, and I think he's going to be a lot better option than the quarterback they had last year. And so now he has a running game, and he's got tight ends that can catch the ball. So I'm a little bit shocked at why not so much no love uh, for Matty Ice in the Indianapolis Colts. So uh, and I think another those, good defense. Yeah, I think those two teams a little bit, and I think the NFC South. I mean. Bucks, I think they take a step backwards. Give me the Bucks under season wins all day long. I think Tampa Tom is. I think do they make the playoffs? Yeah, but I don't think they win twelve games. I think that the, the Saints owned them last year. Even though the Saints are going to be a totally different team, 
Uh, I thought Carolina might be a little bit better. I think the Falcons would be the worst team. Maybe in yeah. uh, maybe in football, they'll be battling with the Chicago Bears. Uh, but uh, I would not be shocked if that division's a little bit too wide open, then everyone thinks Tampa Tom is just going to walk away in that division. Right. Hey, especially with his 11-day sabbatical that he just returned from. Well, I, I heard he was on, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, a, sh- a reality show that, so uh, that's why he was actually off. Yeah, that's, per my sources, that's what I heard too. Yeah. And really my sources is Twitter, so I, I, yeah, yeah per my you source. probably know more than me. Um, I've got to know, as, as a Bengals fan, AFC North fan, how did the Ravens get the nod over the Bengals? The Bengals just got back from the Super Bowl. Like, what are we doing? Why does the Ravens get the favorites in that division? We just talked about UFC, right? Yeah. But like someone dominated a fight and then all of a sudden got lucky and, and won the fight. That's why I kind of looked at the Bengals last year. Not saying that they're not, they weren't a good team, but they had the, the dice rolling in their favor through week probably 12 all the way through the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, let's face it, their offensive line was horrendous, even though they were winning games. I mean, your quarterback was running for his life, even yeah. when they were still winning games. So uh, they, they, they just had a lucky roll. Now the Ravens, I think the Ravens would be better just because they're healthy. I mean, I think I could have played running back for the Ravens last year. They, they had all – everyone was out. So Lamar, I'm surprised they didn't give you a call. Yeah. yeah so Lamar had to do everything. Uh, but I think the Bengals take a small step backwards, uh, and I think the Ravens don't take a small step backwards if Lam- they don't fix Lamar's contract by the season. That's why I think the Steelers could be a very, very sleeper, sleeper play in that in that division. Because let's face it, if the Bengals don't uh, protect your quarterback, yeah, he's already missing an organ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, coming back from the appendectomy. Uh, you know, we talked about Coach Tomlin. He hasn't finished a below five hundred. He just knows how to win. And that culture in that locker room is all about winning. And, uh, yeah, I, I like that pick. As much as I hate it, logically, I like your pick. I can't fault you. Uh, out of all these division winners, I mean, in the AFC, you got Bills, Ravens, Colts, and Chiefs. And then in the NFC, you got Bucks, Packers, Rams, Cowboys. Who's going to slip? Who's going to fall and just blow their chances to be division champs? I think there's a, I think we could see some uh, – I'm not sold on Kansas City like everyone else is, so that wouldn't shock yeah. me. I think the Super Bowl – I'll say it right now on the show. I think the Super Bowl stays in L.A. I think the Chargers win it. Uh, I think with Mac, oh. I think with Mac being on that defensive side with in L.A., the Chargers, I think their defense is going to be really, really tough to score against, and I think their offense will be able to put up points if they have to face the Chargers, who I think are – I mean, the Chiefs, who's going to score a lot of points. I think the AFC is going to score a lot of points, period. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the Super Bowl stays uh, in, in L.A., but I wouldn't falter if the Bills – it's all about injuries. I mean, Buffalo hasn't really had a dominated injury. I mean, what if Mahomes, who has to have a dominant injury, which I'm sad to say, if he does get hurt, that means we're going to see his brother on Instagram and Twitter more if his brother, if Patrick's not playing. <laughs> so I might have to uh, not see that. But it wouldn't shock me if that if those two are the cases. I wouldn't shock me if the Miami Dolphins win uh, win their division. So uh, there could be a lot of things that I think can factor on maybe some shock calls. But like I said, I said it right now. I think uh, my Super Bowl is uh, staying in L.A. Yeah. Hey, I, me and Fitz were like, all right, staying with L.A., staying with the Rams, and he hit the Chargers. And then you got some good points there. Air Bear, that offense can score. The defense have added some weapons. 
I like your pick for the AFC West out there. I like the Chargers a lot. And I think that's who we kind of – we're floating between Chiefs. And then the Raiders. Don't forget about the Raiders. They they got a damn good offense too. They do. I, I they, they, that, that whole div- – I mean, like I said, whoever wins that division would not – I would not be like, oh, my God, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even the Broncos, it's like, oh, I can maybe see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think the Broncos would need to, uh, a little bit help on their defense, especially the secondary, and if they could run the ball. If they can't, then I think they falter downwards uh, a little bit. But like I said, I think uh, the Chargers I, – I just I think getting Mac is going to be so huge for Bosa. I, 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 but he's going to just run wild if he can stay healthy because Mac's going to be there, guy getting a lot of attention. Even though Mac probably won't play every down, but when he's there, they're going to know he's in there. You're going to have to double team him. You're going to have to send help for him. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Uh, Fitz, any division thoughts for you? Man, I got a lot, but uh, keep it concise. I do. I have a few questions about, I mean, we talked about kind of the offenses that are dominating the AFC West or that we're hoping to see in the AFC West. I was wondering NFC, I feel like NFC's kind of got the defense led teams. Like mm-hmm. when you look at the Buccaneers or you look at the Rams or even my Packers, you know, they're, they're raving about their defense. Everyone's can, everyone's uh, distracted by the receivers in green Bay, but no one's talking about the defense. I guess who would, who would kind of be your sneaky NFC team B to face the Chargers? If if the Super Bowl staying in LA, which team is probably going to give the Chargers the most trouble defensively? If the Packers can play defense, I think they're all, you you hit the nail on the head. Oh, wide receivers, they have no. Aaron Rodgers made those wide receivers that are no longer there. It's not like they were number one draft picks and they killed college and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not like uh, that. Right I think Devontae the- Adams led the league in drops one yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, I'm he went to Fresno sure. State. So it's not like he went for it. It's not like he went to a dominating college. But he's, he's the best Packer receiver all time. Don't, well, don't I, I, I understand it, but I, better, think better guy, Hudson. I think the guy that threw him the ball made his name to get that big contract. I think he owes uh, Aaron Rodgers should get some commission sales uh, for his, for his contract. So I, the right receiver game is going to be perfectly fine. A tight ends would be perfectly fine. If their defense holds up, I have chargers green Bay uh, in the Super Bowl. I think them two uh, would play because uh, I'm not, I have a feeling it's just going to be an AFC-dominated season just because how heavy they are, and I feel bad for the NFC because I think every TV is going to be AFC this, AFC that. I, I have a feeling a lot of these AFC teams are going to dominate, and I feel bad for the NFC. Uh, but uh, like I said, if I had to choose, I'm a little bit shocked that to Tampa Bay is still 3-1. to one. I thought by time, by now Green Bay might be 4-1 to one or a little bit closer to them, maybe the Rams. Uh, I think the quarterback scare over the summer of his baseball arm is whatever. I thought maybe that's kind of scared everybody. If I had to choose maybe a, a, a sleeper, I would say maybe uh, the Eagles or Saints, one of the two. Uh, I'm just not, I just can't say the Saints because Michael Thomas already has a hamstring injury now uh, up there. I mean, who knows about – James and how healthy he is, and they have a new coaching staff. So, yeah. uh, so I have a feeling that could be. Anything. I think the Saints win deep. They win games by defense, but I'm still not sold that offense with Thomas and Camaro is probably going to get suspended for a couple of games for his beatdown in Vegas. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, I, I, I see, I've never I, heard it put that way before. I've seen, like <laughs> I've seen the video. I've seen the video. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord. Uh, 
a, a team you just talked about, Philly. I, I, to me, that's that's a real deep sleeper for the NFC least. And I, to me, in all of us, I think the Cowboys were not it. They're not the answer in the NFC East. No uh, one is. <laughs> it, 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 honestly, nobody is. But to our, our favorites coming out, I think it was Philly pretty – as as a whole pub here, we I think we picked Philly as. To I, I would agree with that. If I had to pick a division winner on that, I would probably be Philly, uh, Dallas, and then the, the battle of the basement would be Giants. I mean, Washington got bad news today, so uh, yeah. uh, it would yeah. be a battle of the basement between uh, the Commanders and, and uh, the Giants. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, any other NFL news we want to talk about real quick? No, I think, like I said, uh, if I have, if I have any news that's worthy to talk, I can mention on College Football Week Zero Saturday show. Oh, I'm Perfect. sorry, Week One, College yeah. Football Week One. Yeah, damn it, we're breaking the rule. Uh, Raphael, thank you so much for joining us, man. We can't wait to chop it up with you Saturday morning. Um, thank you so much again, and uh, hey, good luck talking about KD in your next segment here. Uh, KD and Ben and Dodger baseball. Oh, so how could I forget? I, I apologize. <laughs> that West Coast love. Take it easy, guys. Uh, you too, man. Yeah, take care. Hey, absolutely love having Rafael on. To me, yeah. it's just it's just fun to have him on. He brings such a good energy and just the dark humor. With yeah, I love his I little love his little connections, his little metaphors. He's yeah, yeah, his pretty, metaphors are good. Plus, good. I don't know if you heard him talking to a little university presidents. I needed to figure out who's in his contacts and get with those sources. Because they sound better than Twitter sources. Per my sources. Yeah, per my sources. (laughs) But ladies and gentlemen, if if you like Raphael, he's coming back on Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Fitz, you join us? I will not be there. I got to lead a cross-country race. The best sport, the best Saturday sport of all of them. Better than college football. Well, it's my hot take. Fitz is about to get struck by lightning. But that's besides (laughs) the point. Uh, We did not start off with this, but we still have it. Our sports fact. Uh, I do apologize. This one's probably well known more than my other ones, but last week you fucking hit the nail on the head, Fitz. I loved that, by the way. If you didn't catch last week's, one of my favorites, a movie trivia fun fact. That's it. Just oh, it was right up your. It tickled your pickle. It was right up there. Beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah did something. <laughs> uh, this week we're going back to 1943, so World War II is going on. Mm. Uh, we're talking the NFL, and we're going to label this ticket the merger. Merger. Jackie Moon, merger. <laughs> Such a great movie. Uh, so because of the draft and players being sent over to Europe to fight uh, Nazi Germany, we had to condense some NFL teams. We had to drop our league size, and some teams actually had to merge together. Any idea who the team was? Two teams to merge together were? Um, there were two Chicago teams. There was the Cardinals and the Bears. Mm-hmm. That would be a guess, but I actually don't think that's it. I, I feel like they just moved. I feel like a team moved. Yeah. That's my guess. That would be my first guess. That's a great guess. Cardinals did move out of Chicago. Okay. Uh, it was actually the Philadelphia Eagles and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh. They okay. came together to create the Steagles. No. <laughs> yep. So they wore the Philadelphia green um, helmets and, and jerseys with the Pittsburgh Steelers yellow socks. Oh, uh, So they, they were just down so bad they needed players, and so they had to merge together, and they created the Steagles. Were the, what were the other ones? 
that was that was the only that's the big ones. That was the only that one. Was, in the that was the big one. Yeah. So I we think I, get, I misled we didn't get the like uh we didn't get like a Packers Lions. <laughs> the Plions playing right there. Lions. I, I feel like that would never happen. Yeah, I don't they think they would so. not. There would be a war. There would be another war after right. that. Well, you know, it's funny because you talk about the two Chicago teams. That makes sense to merge. Yeah. But Philadelphia but I, Pittsburgh yeah. being in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And that makes sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but the Seagulls, they they came together for one season. They went five, four, and one. So they had five wins, four losses, and one tie. Uh they finished third in the East. Um, because back then we didn't have AFC, NFC. So they just yeah. finished third in the East. Um, so my question leading into this sports fact, what two teams, NFL teams or NBA teams, whatever sports league you want to go to, what teams mm. should come together because they're just not getting it done as individual teams? Ooh, that's good. I want to do I want to do one NBA and one NFL. I like it. Hey, there's and only I, two And I got to think Houston would be a good place to start. Okay. Um, because you could do Houston, Dallas, and that is actually not crazy because Dallas has they've been kind of choke artists in the past. They do well when they're not supposed to do well, That's true. and then they just shit the bed when they're supposed to be divisional champs. So, like this year, I'm really curious. They just lost Amari Cooper. Like, what are they going to do? And I can see their defense giving up a lot of yards. So that might be my honorary NFL pick for now. Is Cowboys, Texans, and maybe when you chime in, I'll think of another one. But NBA, I'm thinking same state. You can't do you can't do Cali. Warriors are pretty set. Um, you could uh, Miami's pretty set. I was thinking of them in Orlando. Orlando's actually on the rise. Um, I'm trying to think. Timberwolves, oof, they they need some help. I think they do need some help. They've historically need some help. Oh, uh, I got it. Uh, Timberwolves. So uh, the LA Lakers used to be the Minnesota Lakers. I, I just think, I just think you ship, you ship LA back to, to uh, Minnesota. Yes. And they make it also the Lakers makes sense. You know, the great lakes, the, you know, land of 10,000 lakes. Timberwolves is kind of a stupid name. And, you know, you got LeBron and Ant-Man and Cat. Yeah, I think I think that would be I'd be, that'd be solid. Now, Jack like Nicholson it. would be pissed because now he's out of showtime. But yeah, who cares? You make all the Minnesotans happy. I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. Uh, you know, for me. Man, I, I don't know if this is going to benefit yeah, it, you know what, damn it, it is going to benefit the teams. I'm going to pick Miami Dolphins and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, obviously, Tampa's bringing a lot more to that equation, yeah. but I think just the the pieces, like you get Waddell, you get what about Jacksonville. See Jacksonville, I thought that was going to be too much of a downgrade <laughs> for Miami. You know, well, they Jack- both need help. I don't think you can yeah. give them Tampa. I don't yeah, think that's you, fair. You don't think it's fair? You can't just give someone Tom Brady. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. You know what? Touchdown, Jesus. Yeah. You know what? He can make a miracle out of the Dolphins in Jacksonville. Sure. Miami miracle. Yeah. Him and Tua just taking reps. It's like quarterback roulette. You don't know which one you're getting out there. Maybe that's it. I like it. Uh, Listeners, watchers, let us know what two sports fan base franchise you want kind of sandwiched together. 
and uh, we'll, we'll repost the best ones on Instagram. All right. Now we get to talk about the meat and potatoes here, staying with the NFL. Guy, we talked a lot about QB1 in Carolina, number six on your roster, number one on the depth chart. Baker Mayfield finally gets the nod to start for Carolina. Fitz, you're shaking your head. Fans of Carolina, we live in Carolina. We we know it. They're loving this move that Baker's QB1. He's got a chip on his shoulder, which we talked about. We like the swagger. We like the chip on him. Why are you shaking your head no, though? I'm primarily I lost money. I, I bet <laughs> yeah. I bet my my good friend Ori $20 on mm. Sam Donald to start week one. Just because I thought Baker had to learn the offense and I thought it was gonna be too quick. Like I thought everyone's getting excited, like, oh, Baker's gonna play the Browns. And I was like, he's still gotta learn the offense. And Darnold, you know, this puts a chip on Darnold's shoulder, like, you know, it's his job to lose. And I feel like he was gonna prove in camp that, you know, either the Panthers have seen something or they're trying to build the hype early. They know their schedule is gonna be tough and they're probably gonna get waxed this year, but they're gonna try to try to get the hype train going. I think it's too early, and, and that's my critical take um, because it may not be. You know, it, it may be, you know, they've seen Darnold for one season, and it's enough to tell it's not getting the job done. It's a business. you got to make those tough decisions, and they clearly evaluated, and they said Baker's better. Like, Baker just gives us a better chance, so let's just put him in. I just don't know if they really explored Darnold as much as they could have. Now, I wasn't high on Darnold when they got him. I mean, I thought yeah. that was a weird pick, too. But I'm just saying, I felt like these two guys came out of the same draft class. Obviously, Baker was put in a better situation and was probably the better quarterback in college, too, even though he's a fuckboy yeah. <laughs> at Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Darnold, I just feel like he was always on an uphill climb with the Jets. And now he gets into a system with the Panthers. You have McCaffrey banged up all season. Mm. I don't really know if he got a true chance. And he did have some success. You know, I'm thinking yeah. of the Minnesota game that was just kind of back and forth and overtime. Um, so it's just a little bit. I wish Darnold would have gotten a chance. And maybe he will. You know, maybe he will. He will come in and get to relief and and fight for that job. I don't know. It just it's weird that Baker's just got it. I I don't think he's gonna be put in a great position early on. That's my take. Yeah, you know I think he's gonna start off with a lot of juice, a lot of energy. The Browns obviously without Deshaun Watson until Week Twelve. I think I think he gets them rolling early. I, I think he beats Cleveland, but I'm with you. I I think. He's gonna sink eventually. He's he's not he's not gonna have this boom. They're gonna lead the NFC, and he's gonna make a trip to the playoffs. I just don't see it happening. I, I could be wrong, but I, I, think I don't he'll see start it this hot. year. Yeah, I'll put exactly. it that way. Yeah, I don't see it this yeah. year. And I and that's the thing is don't don't do the same thing you did with Darnold where you just evaluate it after one season. Yeah, is I feel like you just you kind of got to make your decision, but then you do have to. I mean, it, there's a balance. Is you can't just ride it out like the Mitch Project in Chicago. You know, that, <laughs> yeah, that went way too long. That's like beating a dead horse. But yeah. you do need to kind of see it through and and give it a chance. So, I, I yeah. agree with you 100. percent I I do think Baker is the better quarterback, though. I I think you know. Ever since Sam was seeing Ghost out there, it just it hasn't quite clicked for him. And 
yeah, well, I'm excited to see a healthy Baker. As much as I don't like the Panthers, I I do want to see Baker kind of say, "All right, f you," and just drop a, an atomic elbow onto the Brown fan base and plant his flag on midfield. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Carolina fans are jacked up for it, though. Yeah. One more set of NFL news. I gotta get your opinion. I wish all the boys were on, but Tim's out west coast, uh, backpacking with the wife Carol. As I said, Devin's in the um, dugout. playing some softball dugout. <laughs> Devin's and, uh, dugout would be a great segment on that. Uh, would be talk. look just maybe we can get him for like four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> they might have to be that. Devin's dugout, yeah, and just I talk like baseball because that's that's all we need him for. We just that's not all we need him for. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> but like lately, it's just like MLB. What do we think? Oh, it's cool. All right, there it is. Devin, just get yeah. Devin before he goes up the bat. Just just run through it for us. Fucking chewing like a horseshoe. Just... Yeah. A big old chaw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, but I don't know if you saw this play or not, but it's preseason Giants playing the Bengals. Uh, Thibodeau coming out of Oregon, top draft pick, gets chopped blocked right in the knee uh, by Thaddeus Moss playing tight end. Chop blocks are legal in the NFL, uh, but did you see the player? I didn't see it. So it'll go back on replay here. Yeah, but he's going there. He's breaking you know, down. They, they the... Thaddeus Moss hits him with the chop block low. A lot of former players call him this dirty. He should be fine. He should be put in jail because of assault. What, whatever it is. Like going to extremes. It's a legal play. There was no penalty on it. Um, on the flip side, there's been a lot of players that said, hey, as a defensive end, you should be able to shuck. That guy coming, don't have your feet so heavy in the ground. Stay on the balls of your feet. See that chop block. Keep your eyes, head on a swivel, classic football phrase, and uh, be able to shut that block and go make a tackle. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? Man, that's tough. And what was the what was he, the injury? So he avoided major injury. It seems like no ACL, no meniscus tear. It seems like a strained PCL, I believe, or a strained meniscus one or two. But he'll be back for week one. He'll be, okay. he'll be good to go. That's all indications. Mm. Yeah, it is a little dirty. Um, gosh, preseason is one of the biggest – I think that's one of the biggest things for NFL to figure out. I hate that they added another game to the season and didn't take away a preseason game. Um, that I just felt – I always, I just felt – I was like, I think you got to reduce – if you're going to add one on one end, you got to take out a preseason game. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. I mean, the other tricky thing is he is learning – like that is a lesson you have to learn is the chop block is a part of the game. So when they go low, you, you got to figure out how to do it. It's a tough lesson to learn though. Like that, like in that situation, yeah, it is tough. Um, and again, I think where the league's going, you know, I think Tom Brady said it best is that sometimes like now where the league is going is the defense gets penalized on everything. And I feel like the offense can just do whatever and they can mm -hmm. capitalize on the defensive mistakes. But that would just be an example of like, okay, you, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like if we can't, if we have to two hand tag your quarterback, how about no more chop blocks? You know, just like, I don't, I don't like either. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. if you're going to chop block, I should be able to take off your QB's head. That's yeah. Kind of, yeah. That's yeah. Kind of yeah. Mentality. Is like, if you can take out my kneecap, I can take out your quarterback, you know, yeah. So I think that's what's frustrating. It still it just feels like another situation of oh, and now I got to deal with this 
on the offensive end. So yeah, yeah it's a it's a little head scratching. I, I agree with you. It's, you know, for me, you know, let's talk about what you first said. Preseason, they've got to figure out something with it. NFL owners absolutely love preseason because do you know how much the players get for game checks? Nothing. 500 bucks. Jeez. That's it. That's all they get. As long as they play a snap, they get 500 bucks. They mm. still charge almost full price for ticket sales. Yeah concession stands full price like they're still making bank yeah. during prison so i mean look at love packers it. packers family night they do like seven on seven i don't even i don't even think they play they just kind of like you know they just they do little like games and stuff yeah it's always a sellout exactly i mean it, it, they make as much money doing that that they do probably during a, a regular season game so oh, i can believe it especially in a place like that uh mm. you know for thibodeau I, me being a football coach me playing football the ball's coming, you shed the ball because it's low and you still break down and make the tackle. That's part of the drill since middle school is like ball coming, pad coming, hit it low, get it off your legs, mm. go make a tackle. He should be used to this. That's a routine block there. He just eyes in the backfield, okay. whatever it might be. He just mm -hmm. didn't see it coming. To me, not a dirty play, but not a cool play for me. That's how I'll label it. It's like yeah. it's preseason. Everybody's trying to get their checks in. Yes, I know Thaddeus Moss is trying to make the roster. He was a practice squad player last year. This is not how you make it. Get better attacking somebody up top during preseason. Now, regular season, I don't care. Chop block the hell out of them. Uh, as long as we don't high-low them because that's illegal. But I also understand your point. Can't too add, too, can't rip off have, the quarterback's can't head. Your, can't have your cake yeah. and eat it too. Exactly. I agree with that. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. That's it for NFL unless you had anything. Cool. That's good. I love talking NFL. I do too, man. Can't it's, wait. It's finally here, baby. NFL draft – or sorry, fantasy draft this Saturday. The boys in the pub are going to break out the rosters. We're going to get it done. Going for the chain. We had a 17-18 man league. It's a big league. Oh I'm still waiting for a 32 man league. It's coming where you're only allowed where you're only allowed one quarterback on your roster. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> your bye week, crazy. you're screwed. Yeah, yeah, it'd be awesome. Uh, real quick, I know Devin's not here, and I was hoping he was here, but let's talk about the Yankees. The Yankees have been struggling. They are six and fourteen in August. They finished fourteen and fourteen in July. It's been rough since All Star All Star break for the uh, Yankees. There's so much talent. They pay so much money for the roster. And it seems like this happens every year. They just they start hot and they just slowly start coming down the downhill and they never get it going back up for October. Uh, I'm not surprised by this at all. Are you? No, I mean, they've been tanking. I mean, that, and we talked about this a few weeks ago. It's kind of like the teams at the top, like Mets, Dodgers, Astros, like who is expendable? And it was definitely the Yankees. I mean, like we, I think we named it. I mean, it will be cool if Judge breaks the, I think he can break. I can't remember whose record it is now because everyone gets DQ'd for like, I was like Mark McGuire's record, Sammy Sosa's record, but yeah. the, but the home runs in a season. Um, I mean, th this is a team that can bat around. And, and right now the bat's gotten cold. Um, I'm not sure what their pitching rotation has been like i mean they they seem like they were solid definitely not the best like when you look at those top teams i wouldn't say they're the best pitching team 
but clearly like, you know, better than the rest, like clearly like one of the top in the league, but I don't know if they've gotten stale there. Yeah. It's just, it's not, not a good look for the Yankees, but I could also see them bouncing back is this could be a good recipe that they get, they get hot at the right time. So, okay. So you're not ready to say, Hey, don't bet on them come October. You're saying, Hey, there's still a chance for these guys to get it around. I'm just saying I've seen them in decent position and then they tank in the playoffs. And I feel like this year there was something special early on. They're just in a slump. Okay. But there's a lot of baseball left and I feel like they could bounce back. And like, I don't know. It's just a little scary. If they were on top of their game coming into the postseason, I'd be like, all right, they're going to, they're going to screw this up. But they're having this, but they're having this collapse now. It's kind of like, I don't want to face Aaron judge in October. I don't, I don't know. Like I could see them maybe kind of like your Bengals and what Raphael said about the, the little sweep leg is maybe the Yankees can put themselves in position. You just get some leg sweeps in there, you know? Yeah. A little good luck there. Uh, Yeah. I, I don't hate your takes. You know, I was a little worried when you first started, I was like, I don't know, but the more you said it, I was like, Aaron Judge on a mission. They have to win to get in. That's a scary team to deal with, especially yeah. if they get hot. Yeah. Uh, they still lead the division, though. AL East. Yeah, still they're not theirs. in trouble. That's yeah. the thing. Rays are eight games behind. They're sitting in second. Blue Jays, eight and a half games. Devin's O's making a run here. The hottest team in July, baby. Yeah. They're chipping away. And the Red Sox just 14 and a half games back. AL Central Guardians taking command. The Twins only two games back, though. Maybe they can fight back. Your heart hurts. I know. Uh, White Sox only three games back. Even though they're battling a ton of injuries. Casey Royals 16 games back. And Tigers 18 and a half games. Um, In the AL West, Strohs, Tim Strohs, they're stroking right now. 11 games up on the Mariners. Rangers 21 and a half games back. Angels and Athletics all 25 plus games back. The Angels, yeah, Mariners, Mariners tried to sneak in there at one point. I, I think they're kind of done. They kicked a little too early. I think so too. But that's if, not how baseball works. But if, if you look at the, I think they still get in the playoffs though because they're sixty six and fifty six. That's Ooh. better. That's better. Or the Rays are sixty six yeah, and fifty five. Mm. They're better than this the. This is 20s. why we need Devin, and I and I'm not I'm not the expert here. Yeah, so that's a really good point. They could just sneak in there. I think they can. If you look at the AL East, that division, yeah, there's 14 and a half games back between first and last, but everybody's wins are in the 60 plus. No other divisions like that on yeah. the screen right now. So it's wide open as far as wild card. Rays, Blue Jays, Orioles, Mariners. Yeah. My twins. They they gotta win that division. They gotta win. They yeah. They can't play wild card game. They gotta they just gotta win it. Central's looking a little weak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's hop on to the National League here. And once again, we wish, sorry, listeners, I told you Devin was coming on. Just like I told you Coach Kearns is coming on. <laughs> They'll be on. It just takes some time to get them here, but fingers crossed, right? Uh, NL West, Dodgers leading that division, 17 and a half games up on the Padres. We talked about Tadis last week. The Padres just can't click right now. And for whatever reason, uh, the Dodgers did just lose an ace to a second Tommy John surgery. Uh, bowler, so it, we'll see how that affects them. San Francisco, 24 games back. 
Diamondbacks 29, and Rockies 32 games back. NL Central, Cardinals making the push, but Milwaukee right there, nip at the hills four and a half games back. And after that, it's not even close. Cubs, Reds, Pirates. But hey, my Reds are in last place. It's a good day. In <laughs> uh, the NL East, we have the amazing Mets, three games up on the Braves. Then Philly, who you were really high on last week. You talked about them, that they're, they're clicking. They seem to be going in the right direction here. They're 11 games back. And then the Marlins and Nationals rounded up with 25-plus games back. Yeah, Braves-Phillies. I mean, the gap between Braves and Phillies is it's pretty steep. Again, I, I don't know how many wild cards make it. I remember it was – I think it was two at one point. And now I don't remember if we're at three – but but there's a chance there if there's three that the Phillies could sneak in. Cardinals just passed the Brewers, and they have. I feel like they passed them, and then they're they're trying to just put them out of reach. So that's yeah. interesting. Again, Mets and Braves. Sorry, I'm bouncing all over the place, but Mets and Braves. That's an interesting series. I feel like the Mets have had the upper hand, but I, it's obviously very close. Dodgers. Man, they just keep like separating the gap. It's like it's like watching the Jamaica relay team. Is it just like it just the distance just keeps going? And I'm like, what's it gonna be next week? Like how many games? 84 wins in August is pretty impressive. It's damn impressive. And I even more impressive, you just tied Jamaican relay team to MLB. That was impressive yeah. move right there. Good job I, on it's you. The, it's the Raphael rubbing off yeah. on me. He just gets those metaphors going, and I'm like, you can relate anything to anything <laughs> yeah. if you're creative enough. That that's the that's the beauty of semantics, and uh, I don't know if that's the right analogy, but it's the beauty of I lost it. I lost it as soon as I talked about. I was, I, I was about to say, Bill Simmons, look at you. You're a young Bill Simmons right there, tying everything in. That's my hero. Right. I know. That's okay. Um, but the MLB's heating up. Four wild, or sorry, three wild card teams make it. Um, so the first one and two get a bye. Uh, first and second place in the NL and AL, and then the third place. Yeah. Anyway, six make it from NL and AL. Um, sorry, I explained that wrong. Um, so you're looking at both these divisions, AL and NL. It's anyone's ball game. If you win, you're in, and that's a great feeling. But some of these, like your second, third place, you still got a chance here. You just got to find a way to bite the bullet and like, let's crank out September. Let's get in. And we've said this multiple times, but as we get just even closer to postseason baseball, this is one of the most exciting baseball seasons. Yeah. Like in a long time. I mean, I know the Dodgers are, are way ahead, but I feel like there's probably three – teams at least in each division that could win it that 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 could just that could easily take it um and i and i feel like usually at this point we're, we're seeing like all right it's gonna be it's gonna be the astros it's gonna be yeah. you know like we're already kind of seeing who it is but yeah there's just a lot of teams in the mix really exciting i totally agree 100 percent. we can't wait for it and this is about the time where we start really watching baseball, at least for me and you, I think. Hunt for October, we're like, all right, we'll watch a couple innings here. We'll we'll see what cranks out here. Yeah, I start watching Little League, and, and that gets me. Yeah, 
<laughs> Yo, I uh, can't remember the kid's name. Wearing working gloves, the like the gold yeah. yellow working gloves as batting gloves. All yeah. about grit coming from the Midwest. I love it. Yeah, it's all about the kids from Hagerstown, Indiana. Like uh, that's who you hit your like, hat to. The two thousand, they got like a population of two thousand people in their town. I'm like, how the heck are they in it? And, <laughs> yeah, they've been awesome. I love it. Uh, Matt's not here. He watched his beloved Charlestown, Charlestown, Charlestown. I don't even Charleston. know. You, Charleston. Thank you. Charlestown. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Um, to go play soccer, and he, he just couldn't stay up for like, which I get it. He got to see his guys. Hopefully, they got to win. Haven't got an update. Didn't check. I do apologize. So as I'm saying this, I just feel like a really shitty friend. Uh, but on the flip side, Matt's coming to America this fall, and we're going to go see a Gamecocks game, USC. So I'm excited for it. He was texting me his plan. He's like, hey, do you mind picking me up from the airport or on the boys? And then I think I'll stay with Reverend Fitz down in South oh Carolina for this game. Like, he's got this thing mapped out, man. <laughs> and I'm pumped for it. Oh, uh, man. So we the thing go is, the game. one problem is, if you're going to come to America, the place you go is Columbia. Like, I don't think Matt has really thought this through. Or he doesn't really understand. Maybe he's going to like the, Europe, where you just back He's going to the armpit of the South. <laughs> I mean, Columbia sucks. I live here, yeah. and I I would not. I can't even make a positive plug to come to Columbia. There's hey, great game day atmosphere. That's all we need. It's a decent game day atmosphere. <laughs> SEC like, it, football. Decent. It's about all they got. <laughs> yeah. Um. I always wear my app jersey when I go tailgate just to just to rub it in. Hey, remember that one time? When <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remember them? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we aren't the powerhouse SCC, but yeah, we 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 did a little we did a little damage. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Like, just like to rub it in. Hey, I'm here. Sorry, for I don't get Spencer Rattler. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, uh, USC people. No, and, and we'll just come in and beat you anyway. Hey, I love it. Obviously, we love it. App State alums here and fans, but uh, I'm excited for game day. Regardless, I think Alex Marinelli, former guest, is going to hook us up with some. Um, Behind the scenes passes going on. Hope so. And, we, we better uh, edit out edit out my uh, shit talking there. He might. We're he gonna might leave it in that. just so he knows we're real. We're real people. All right. <laughs> uh, but anyways, Matt, his footy corner. I had it prepared for him. He wasn't here, so I'm gonna do my best here. But it was a wild weekend for Premier, and I know because I bet on the Premier League teams, oh. and I just got taken out back and beaten like a dog. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start with the one that really hurt. Chelsea. Chelsea's supposed to be this this club that's just supposed to dominate this year. We remember Matt saying earlier, like, hey, Chelsea's going to be on a roll early. Look for them maybe to be a favorite to bring home the championship. They lost 3-0 to Leeds United. Mm. Um, just a rough time for Chelsea fans. You get sent off, you get a red card in the 84th minute, but the game was well out of reach by then. I mean, this is just a bad showing for them. 3-0. I picked Chelsea in three of my parlays. I was like, they're going to easily beat mm. Leeds United. Mm. I've learned my lesson. It was rough. On the other side, Man City. Once again, supposed to be dominant. We talked about Newcastle and them spending a ton of money. They're kind of like the Yankees. They tie Man City, and they treat that as a win because Man City's former champion coming off a hot, hot season last year. Man City was supposed to repeat this year, and they tie Newcastle, who finished middle of the pack. So this is changing the guards, maybe, for Premier League. Premier League's weird. Like I, I feel like in the, in the past, like three weeks, 
I'm almost like, are they even trying? Like, are they good? I feel like, yeah. the, I feel like the bad teams or the teams that have got promoted or the teams that aren't supposed to be good. I feel like they're playing for their life. They're like, That's I, it. We're, we're getting an early lead. And I feel like the teams that are like supposed to be there are just like, ah, whatever. I, we're just, we're just getting into it. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I'm like, I'm kind of staying away from, from soccer right now, from footy. Is, is I, that, that, I mean, am I wrong? That's what it feels like. I think you're right. Teams are just not, they're just slap dicking. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're <laughs> absolutely right. Right there. Uh, to me, it's just wild. Cause like, like you said, like you're playing for your life if you're in the bottom, but for these top teams, I'm looking at Chelsea, Man City, they have a chance to like put their stamp on a dynasty in a destiny. Like, Hey, I'm the champ. I'm undisputed and they're just not getting it done early. And it's, yeah. it's, it's mind boggling to me. And another team we talked about last week, man United, they're sucked. They were terrible without Ronaldo. Ronaldo did not play this past weekend mm. because what Matt said, looking for a trade, looking to get the hell out of man United. They beat Liverpool two one Liverpool is supposed to be another mm. strong team there. Yeah. So without Ronaldo, without superstar, they went two one. Last time Liverpool and Chelsea lost was in 2010. It's because they played each other. Before mm. then, it was like 1987 that they both lost on the same weekend. Just a wild yeah. Premier League weekend. It That's lessons weird. to betters out there. Maybe too early to bet on Premier League. Maybe it's like preseason NFL. You just don't bet on it. Mm. Unless it's the Ravens because they've won 22 straight. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the footy corner. And besides the footy corner, I got one more corner. It's Tim's corner. He's out Midwest, but he sent us an audio clip for Hard Knocks. <laughs> Did you watch week two for Hard Knocks, Fitz? No, I, I haven't. Fitz, what are we doing, man? What I are we doing? I, I don't really watch Hard Knocks. Uh, you're going to need to get on it because it just sells you on a team. Every year it sells you. But this year we didn't need any selling as a pub. Maybe you do because it's Lions. But the Lions have been hot. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid, man. I don't know why everyone's everyone's drinking the Kool-Aid. Because of hard knocks, man. Dan Campbell. I'm worried about the future. I like yeah. they're if they do some things right, like they there's some pieces they need to figure out. I don't think golf is the answer. Uh, but when I look at like Swift, Hawkinson, Amonra St. Brown, Aiden Hutchinson, I mean, they are like they got the young guys that that I think could be doing damage, but they also got young guys that I could go, I could see him getting traded. I could see him getting traded if they do it wrong. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just, they're not going to do it this year. Yeah. I feel confident. I feel confident in that. All right. Well, here's Tim thoughts on episode two of hard knocks. If you haven't watched it, you need to go watch it. It's, Fitz, I'm telling you, you won't regret it. I apologize. Hold on. Hey fellas. Sorry. I'm not on the pub with you today. Wanted to give you some quick thoughts. On episode two of Hard Knocks, um, I know I was gushing over it last week. I, I, the gushing is going to continue. I can't get enough of this stuff. It's incredible to see uh, some closer interactions with Deuce Staley and Swift and basically getting a little more into each position. Um, Deuce Staley, I mean, you can see it. He is... 100% all in on Swift and uh, like Evan was saying last episode he's going to be a force to reckon with I think if he really continues to improve and, and Deuce can get the best out of him 
he's going to be a really good running back, and I'm really excited to see what goes on from there. Um, I mean, it's a it's a nice sideline view of the preseason game. I thought they played great against the Falcons. The the first team reps they were wonderful. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, I, I was gushing over him last week, but wow, what an incredible player! And um, you know, it's it's just good getting some more, just a different perspective of everything. Um, can't wait for the next episode. We're going to be getting, I think, uh, from the joint practices between the Lions and the Colts. Supposedly there was a few scraps. Um, not a lot. Not like the, the Panthers or the Patriots. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how the Lions sideline is on that. And apparently we had a great, a wonderful defensive stop um, from what I saw. Well, from what I saw on the internet, there was, I think, 12 plays that the Falcons ran in the red zone, and we didn't let up a single score. And we had two stops on the one-yard line. So seeing that is going to be freaking electric. Um, gosh, just imagine, imagine what Dan Campbell and the boys Tim. are going to be doing during that. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to pop in real quick and uh, give you guys some thoughts. The gushing is going to continue. I Right now, as I'm speaking, I have an IV of Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid just running through my veins. So <laughs> keep it coming. Um, sorry, I missed you boys, but I'll be back next week. We can continue the good stuff. All right. Have a drink for me. Cheers. That's funny. I love it. Tim. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the tip. That was just as funny as when he's here in person. Exactly. He's. I think he's born to do this podcast stuff. As much as he hates being on camera, I think he's. I think he's destined yeah, to do this. That's yeah. that's honestly probably what makes it great. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> his his like. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to be yeah. great at it. Uh, also, tweet out today. Lions went through a players led practice, not a meeting, but a practice. We're talking about practice. Only Dan Campbell was the only coach on the field. Didn't say anything. Just observed. Mm. That's going to be on Hard Knocks. Can't wait for that yeah. one, that segment to come on too. So, I'm pumped for it. I feel so great for Tim and the Lions. I, I'm happy for him. Detroit needs this. They need a win. Man, when when are Packers going to get a Hard Knocks? That's what I want to know. You think with all this drama, this quote unquote, unquote drama? I don't think there's drama. It, so the Hard Knocks, like it's got to meet certain like. What, it's the like they for? look for like certain like guidelines. Yeah, they look for like a rebuilding kind of team. Exactly, and, but you can't be too much of a rebuild. Like you couldn't finish last. You can't have a uh, first year head coach, but you also couldn't finish like number one or number like. It, it's a weird yeah. guidelines that they have. Too. Yeah, it is weird. Um, but yeah, hard knocks. Can't wait for it. Episode three drops tonight at ten o'clock Eastern time, so it'll be good. Um, random question time. Pub parlay. Let's do pub parlay random question time. We'll get out of here. I think that's how we usually do it anyways. Okay. All right. Pub parlay. Let's see if I get the right music. Nope. There it is, baby. We got it, though. Matt's sitting in his pub parlay. And it's up to me and you to go back-to-back weeks of winning. Okay. So no pressure. We won last week. Felt really good about it. Back-to-back. Back-to-back. Matt's taking Brentford to win Saturday. 
Uh, Brentford coming out of the Premier League. I'm not all about what we just talked about. Premier mm-hmm. League, not sold on it. But Brentford is playing Crystal. No, no, they're playing Everton, T. Henney's favorite team. Everton's been hot. Brentford's been hot. I'm okay with this. Let's go. Matt, we support you, Brentford. We need this. Let's go. Mm. You're not sold, but that's okay. Maybe we just make a risky parlay because we got money in the bank now. Maybe we just make it risky. I don't know. I think we just got to try to win. We just just keep building that bank up. All right. Uh I hear you. But I like this Braves Cardinals matchup. Uh, Talk dirty to me. I think I want to take the cards against the Braves. I. I like it. The cards have been rolling. And you're taking them Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Cardinals over Braves. Lock it in. I like it. You know, Braves, obviously, they're a great team. They've been doing great things. Cardinals are a great team. But Cardinals have been hotter. Like, the Braves have gone up and down, especially after what's-his-face gets the DUI arrest. And I feel good about this. I feel like the Braves could win. No, no, I, I think they're imploding a little bit. So I think stick stick with your guns. I like Cardinals. Yeah. If they're the underdog, for sure. Yeah. And which I think they will be. This is not a fun one. This is not a sexy one. But like you said, we're building our bank account here. We have to rebuild it after this past summer of us yeah. just shitting the, the bed. Dud run. Yeah. But we're hot. We're back. I'm taking Baltimore to win their 23rd straight preseason game against the Commanders. Oh, Seems easy yeah. money to me. So that's what I'm taking. Sure. All right. Pub parlay. That's all we got. Unless you want to throw an extra one in there because it's only you and me. Nice. That's good. Yeah. Just hey. easy, easy this week. Risk 100. Win 105. We're still good. Life's Don't easy. Let's go with it. <laughs> do right, not risk 100. This is how we risk do it. Like, risk like five bucks. No, nope, we <laughs> emptied the whole parlay out. All right. Um. Random question time. Random question. As I, you, I think I've got one. All right, you got Unless one. Unless you got one. No, you got it, but it's you No, know, we probably... can save it. Let's save it because I, I still got a week. We still got a week before a major before a major milestone date. Well, I, I don't have one either, Fitz. So you're... Oh, I thought you had one. What were you going to say? I, thought you sound I was like going to say it's sponsored by our wonderful friends at Smack Apparel here. Use okay. code PUB17 to get 17% off your entire order. They've got New York Jets, MILF shirts going on. Kyrie sucks for Boston fans. <laughs> Old Miss baseball national champ fans. College football, NFL, they've got you covered. Go to Smack Apparel, use code PUB17 to get 17% off. Plus, they're doing a school back sale. So you get like, I don't know, 30% off some of these Ooh. t-shirts and, and long sleeves and hoodies. Go gear up for the season. Yeah, for sure. Use code PUB17. You're not going to regret this thing at all. Uh, now, random question. I know we don't have one here, but we'll get it. I got I got oh. one. All right. So I was going to save it because it's not quite here yet, but Jaws is coming to IMAX yeah. September 2nd, which is what, what I think is just a timeless film. One of the greatest films of all time. It's in my Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Not acknowledging the Jaws sequels because those are trash, but the original Jaws from 1975. One of the greatest movies ever made. Kind of surprised it's coming to IMAX. Like, just like, just kind of out of nowhere. 
Yeah. So my question is, which other movie would you love, like a cherished movie, would you love to see come to IMAX? Man, that's a great question. Yeah. Man. I mean, Jaws is pretty, that's pretty much, that could could have been my answer. It's pretty perfect. Uh, but I got to think of another one. Like, I, I think of just because, you know, the story goes like, with Jaws, like when it came out in theaters, is you know, huge deal. And it, and it probably created the summer blockbuster oh, because yeah. at that point, like summers were like the dumping grounds for movies. Like they just, I don't know what the thinking was. They just didn't think people liked going to the movies in the summertime. But Jaws came to theaters and it's like, you know, it's hot. So it's like, oh, let's go, let's go somewhere where it's air conditioner, air conditioning. You're on vacation. You're you're not working. There's things to do. You're out of school. It was just perfect. And, and Jaws was like the perfect summer movie. And but the problem was when it went to like TV screens, it's just tiny. It's like you can't see the whole ocean yeah. and all that. Yeah. So like it is the perfect IMAX movie, and and I, I it's on my must. I got to do this. It's, it's like a once in a lifetime event almost. But just like imagine being in the IMAX and you just see endless ocean and just the way that it was filmed and, that, and that's even the beauty of it. it it wasn't filmed in like a hollywood tank it was filmed in the ocean it was filmed like um uh i can't remember the the name of the i know amity island is in the movie that's a fake town yeah i can't remember yeah. they really filmed it probably somewhere like off cape cod or something but uh yeah it's just beautiful it's scenic and it's just oh it's, it's fucking jaws i mean it's just like it's just like <laughs> You know, you just tingle. So I, I'm excited. It, it's on my calendar. I got to do it. I don't care if the closest IMAX is like four hours away. I'm going. You're so, doing it. Yeah. But I, but I want to know if there's another movie, if this happens next year, or this happens three years from now, which movie do they need to bring the IMAX? You know, that's that's a great answer. And and I'm I'm getting a graphic up for you now because I know you just have like a wet dream for jaws um <laughs> uh, you know to me I, you it's hard to say like do i want to go classic do i want to go like newer classic like a movie that's it's, i'm gonna go newer 2012 the dark knight rises i'd love to see that imax like yeah. bane blowing up the stadium batman and bane getting broken in half that in imax to me like yeah it doesn't have like the nature and like ocean feel like like we talked about with the, with jaws but I, I don't the explosions i would love to see that in imax and i i think it being a newer movie they they totally could okay we're gonna do we're gonna do another round of this because the first round is gonna be like blockbuster and then the next round i want you to think like really like what like really good movie do you want to see are you um, saying that's not a good movie? He's taking it's a shots at me. Here. It's a blockbuster, but it's not like I was thinking like a classic, like in yeah, the in yeah. like your top in your top top. Um, that's in my top but, ten, but yeah, that's not okay. in my top ten. Just like yeah. the one I'm about to name is like it might be my top forty. Okay, that, that okay. might be generous. But speed. Oof. If they brought Oof. speed to Oof. IMAX. Young Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock. I just don't know. We've experienced it on like TNT or like mm -hmm. on TBS mm -hmm. or something with commercials. Um, you know, I'm sure it's on Netflix now, but but I'm speaking more for like this, you know, about going to the theater. Speed was one of the one of the best action movies. And 
I don't know. I, I think it's got a lot of good actors in it, a lot of action. I think that would be exciting. Also, the music, the score for that film oh, yeah. is just phenomenal. Yeah. So that'd be my that'd be my blockbuster. But I've got a I've got like a, a classic, like one of my top four Mount Rushmore films of all time. If you can name another one. I'm just curious. If you didn't have Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Like The Godfather is, is obviously like number one for me. But I don't think it'd make a great IMAX movie. Yeah. I think it's too slow in parts. Uh-huh. Where it, I agree. I agree. And, and kind of Shawshank Redemption. That. That, that, I, that's on your and me's list. We, we love Shawshank. But to me, it's too slow. So I'm, I'm having trouble with like the classic. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having trouble finding it. What, do you got yeah, one? Yeah, that's good. Mine is actually, I was thinking this might have been my number one, Field of Dreams. Um, is that it is there are scenes like when he's in the cornfield and it's like you know the sun's going down like there are scenes that are going to get captured really well in the IMAX yeah Um, yeah and it's also just a classic it's a classic film now that's more I don't know if it's an IMAX worthy it's more of like the we'll put it on like in the baseball park yeah and like you can bring your lawn chair and watch it at the baseball park sort of thing but I'm kind of like, I might be in this like 10% of people in America that was like, I'd go to IMAX and watch Field of Dreams. Like, that'd be dope. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it probably would never happen. But that is one that is, it's a movie that I feel is slept on. And it, it really is one of the, one of the greatest films of all time. It's not really about baseball either. You know, like when you think, of, when you think about it, it's not really a baseball movie. It is, but, but it's definitely like, got way deeper meaning than that uh, yeah I, that's a great that's a great answer i like it i like it a lot um lord of the rings i think they've already done that imax that was the one as you were talking i was like oh, that'd be kind of cool to see middle earth on imax but i think they're right oh, man the battle at helms deep and imax oh, <laughs> that would be that would be something hold yeah <laughs> it'd be dope um Ladies and gentlemen, let us know your favorite movie to see in IMAX or what you would love to see in IMAX. And uh, we'll put our best ones on Instagram. Hit us up on Anchor app, on Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up individually on Facebook, whatever it might be. Let us know. And uh, we'll get started. Fitz, I I don't think I've announced this yet. We're at 12,000 downloads and plays. Shout out to the public. 12K? 12K, baby. Mama, we made it. it. Let's do it. Yeah, we're gonna keep growing. Saturday, we'll see you guys Saturday morning. At least I will. Fitz won't be there. He'll he'll be coaching that cross country meet. But good luck, brother. Cross country TC's got to take Jackson Park. Start the year. The best Saturday sport there is. Teach. This is cross country. It's cross country. (laughs) The the hype video that never was. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we'll catch you guys Saturday. And if not, we'll catch you guys Tuesday. Have a wonderful weekend. Bet on some sports. Enjoy it. And uh, football's almost back. So here's to that. I really got to do all these. Bye. I I think you just do. Have a wonderful time. Bone saw. In a bit, go well. Oh, yeah, I can do. Bone saw, Ray. (laughs) (laughs) That should be my new outro. I'm here with it. I love it. Wow, I think Fitz is the only person to 
reference to 2004 Pistons other than myself. Wow. Yeah, I was about to say, hold on. Thank you, Evan. That right, well, I don't tie it. I'm just I know. Jay Green needs to come back on. Joey Chestnut yeah. has to be on the pub. He's key. Has to be. More. Has I mean, to be. we miss you, Jay. Has to be. Yeah, that was a journey. He helps our in September. It's like one of the hottest <laughs> athletes in the world. <laughs> so you want to talk about putting a team on your back. Luca is Larry Bird reincarnated. This man might get it done. That's not even cool. I would be no, curious, man, like, I'm, who I'm everyone's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> person I'm clipping like that. Georgia's second. Georgia's second. Hey, Georgia also had, like, Russell Walker. Who's, 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 who's team Greg? Who's team Jay Greg? Who's yeah. team Tim? Side of listeners, like, yeah. Team Devin. Who's their favorite? Team Matt. I, I just feel like it, it'd be really funny, like, a poll. The poll, poll or something. Favorite? All right, we're going to do that this weekend. Yeah, we're gonna I think that'd be really funny. Yeah, I like it. <laughs>